Burning bridges is my specialty. Dating dads is my fatality. I'm a Broadway bear and I'm here to take center stage. Hello, I'm Hunter Harden. And I'm Papa the Bear. And welcome to The Real House Bears. Hi, Daddy. <laughs> How are you? Oh my God, I love being on your podcast. You do. Well, we this love is the second you. time I've been on here. Last time it was Bryn's Giving. Yes. No daddies there, but I mm. like this one. Mm, oh yeah, you like this one? You're a hot daddy. You married? <laughs> I am married. Have you said your vows? <laughs> As a matter of fact, I did say my vows. What about your dad? <laughs> well, listen, my dad's really hot. I'm not going to lie, but he's also married. I'm pretty certain they said vows and they're pretty happily married. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> well, I don't know if he has enough money for you, sister. <laughs> uh, that's probably right. I can't yeah. take care of a man. I like too many gifts. Yeah, who doesn't? I need gifts. Who doesn't? I need gifts all the time. And I need dads all the time. Even granddads. I can be <laughs> a granddad. You know how much money he has. Hmm. You have so much in common with Hunter Hardin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a little jealous of Hunter Hardin because he has one of the hottest daddies <laughs> out there. But we could be besties. I know it. I think you absolutely 100% oh my God. would be besties. Okay, well, I'm going to leave now and I'm going to let your man take over. Uh, it's been Bryn's giving for us this week. It sure has. She's been giving and giving. Oh my gosh, she just posted on social media today that Brenda's within following us! Yeah, and within seconds of me posting that post on my page, she sent me a message saying how much she loved the podcast and that she sent that video that I made of Jessel doing the intro to the Real Housewives of New York text train. Yes, ma'am. So it's only a matter of time before we have collected all of the Real Housewives of New York 2.0 into the House Bears family. Listen, we are so cl close to getting all of the Horcruxes. I know. We're going to collect them all. And then, you know what? I think we turn into Andy Cohen. <laughs> I think that's what happens, right? It better. I mean, he's getting old. Listen, I have not been whoring myself around this country to not turn into Andy Cohen someday. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you wreath what you sow. You know what? You do wreath what you sow. That is for dang sure. And what we're sowing right now is a raw podcast. So I this guess we've been doing it raw. This is raw dog, y'all. Raw we've dog. Been, we've been doing it raw, so we're giving it to you raw. I am in Providence, Rhode Island. And I am in Salt Lake City, Utah. So we didn't want to skip a week. Uh, but I'm on a work trip, so this is raw. No editing, no sound bites. All housewife, oh, house, house bears. See, <laughs> raw, raw, so I raw. You, I just you can't edit that. No, I can't. Ah, it's like <laughs> um, it's like those television shows when they do the live episodes, like when Thirty Rock did the live episodes. Mm -hmm. That's how yes. I feel right now. And like, if you mess up, they have like a five second delay that you have to be able to buzz it in and if you miss it 
hate it. All right, Here's so um, let's see what we're sewing. First of all, with this episode is sewing is not, no Uba. I'm so tired of Uba being sick. I miss Uba. I know, it, it was, uh, I didn't, I actually like didn't realize she was gone until she popped back up because I was like, oh my gosh, she hasn't been in this whole episode. No, I missed her last week and I miss her this week. I've been, I, she's so funny to me and she had, and her, her dealing with the English language is just the most entertaining thing because she has a good sense of humor about it and everyone around her has a good sense of humor about it. And she just brings a different energy than any of the other ladies. So I, I feel her missing. <laughs> you know what? She speaks English better than some of the housewives. Not these housewives, but oh, like Teresa. <laughs> no, I totally forgot to tell you. So last night while I was here in my room, I um, went back and watched the episode of Family Feud that had the Real Housewives of Orange County versus the Real Housewives of Atlanta. And you <laughs> want to talk about some stupid people. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, y'all know that I love housewives more than anything in most of the world, but these women trying to come up with the most common answers for the most basic questions was mind blowing. It's because they don't live in they don't live in a natural world like we do, where we work with the ABCs every day. They work <laughs> only with like the special letters. Yeah, a lot of <laughs> like the vowels. Lot, they only lot know of, vowels. A lot of yes people around them too, so they don't really have to think. But, but what was even more hysterical is like watching them do so poorly and then showing them when they get to that final round where it's just two people who have to choose the top answers, choosing people who didn't get a single answer right during the game. And now they're here at the end. They're like, You're, you got this. <laughs> So um, you know, to be it was it was pretty even the OC yeah. ladies and the Atlanta ladies. I, I I'm sorry to call them stupid. I mean, they're not ignorant women. They're obviously smart business women, and they've made a, a lot of themselves. But they're everybody not makes their own mistakes. I thought WeHo was a different place than West Hollywood. Yeah, we all, I just found that out. We so, all have um, this. We but, all you know, have like our, our gym Shannon, moments. But you would expect that, like Shannon Bedore would know that. Her uh, a man's penis is not what's going to keep them on the sex off the sexiest man alive list. And things like that. <laughs> um, you should know that Sheree, uh, maybe a beetle, is not going to be a common bug that men are concerned about crawling across them if they're nudists. Or like, what's the most common thing you throw away? Caviar. <laughs> yeah, it was just your of... ice medallions that went out of style last year. <laughs> yeah, so not unintelligent, but out of touch. Let's say that. Yeah, yeah, just out um, of touch. Well, speaking of out of touch, ooh, Jenna Lyons loves seeing photo shoot casting. I'm not saying that Jenna Lyons is out of touch. She was the opposite. She was really connecting with these people at this casting. Yeah, doing her lash photo shoots. And I had no idea. Like, I am I know more about Jenna Lyons than any of these other women. Yeah. Now I know she doesn't grow her own eyebrows or her eyelashes. Yeah, yeah. The women will still say, well, since Jenna's so reserved, I'm like, what is And they're she, so shocked when she spills, like, something about her life. And I'm like, she's been yeah. spilling more about her life than you, Sai. <laughs> the only thing that she wouldn't do is talk about her partner on television. 
and that was because it was ending like she didn't and plus they didn't want to be a part of the show and it's like yeah. why put them in the end of the show just to make them even more mad with you because it seems like jenna lyons would likes to be friends with her exes yeah yeah i think she's that type of person i think she, and i think she's grown accustomed to being alone but not alone because she's got all of her like staff so yeah. she's just used to being single is and like brandon you... is the name brandon he, Brandon, he, yeah, he probably lives there. <laughs> yeah, but I, um, Jenna Lyons is a lot like me. Like I have horrible anxiety thinking that I have to do small talk, but now I'm like really, really good at it now because you just ask questions and you just find something that you yeah. have in common after you've asked so many questions. And um, but when she's in business mode, I told you I knew she would be really good in business mode. And so when she's in business mode doing this shoot, she's relieving people's stresses. She's bringing people's uh, levels down and connecting with them and giving them personal stories and connecting with these complete strangers. Yeah, you can tell that she's really into people because even like in the very beginning of this, she's like, I want someone to put, in the, put on the eyelashes and just see their reaction to putting on the eyelashes because I know that's how they feel about it. And that's what's really going to come through. So you can tell that she really likes it. Well, and plus in a lot of scenes, I think another reason why the women think that she's so... Um, protective of herself is that she's just not a big talker. She's a big observer. And also I liked about this scene too of uh, just how aware she is of um, the climate, the society right now. She wanted somebody on her team that was of color because she's just a white, there's two white women judging you, a, a person of color, and she wanted somebody to recognize somebody else on the other side yeah. of the casting stage. And yeah. I thought that was... You know, you don't think about that kind of stuff because you're so used to it. Like for yeah. being white, you're just so used to seeing white everywhere, everywhere. And it's smart to think, you know what, there are so many different ideas of what beauty can mean. Let me have different opinions from different people of different walks of life so that I can make sure that we're all identifying all different types of beauty. Exactly. Every type, like every... Um, I mean, what did you say? Types of walks in life? Walks of life, yeah. Yeah, and it's just like, that's what it is. It's not like we're all just so different from each other just from skin color, but we're all styled differently. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I just really liked this scene. I thought it was, um, well, I thought it was I, really nice. I got, I got to know more about Jenna. Yeah. Uh, well, when Sai shows up, first of all, I hope she ate before she came. <laughs> But did you notice, notice that one of the potential models that they were talking to has also been to Bleep? Oh, yeah. Beep was, it's very popular. Yeah, she met her other half at Beep. Yeah, I just like, I liked it. I think she also had a man in there, too. Yeah. Well, I would yeah. say they were probably, um, 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 was binary, a non-binary. Non-binary. Either way, yeah. like, it doesn't matter. You don't have to be non-binary just to wear lashes. I would love to wear lashes, and I right. identify as cis. I, through this whole scene, I was like, I kind of want to be wearing eyelashes right now. I want to get a pair of Jenna's eyelashes and wear them. Yeah. I want to have, yeah. have illegal lashes. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you do have illegal lashes. Illegally long, like, where I can't even open my eyes. I have to yeah. tilt my head back and pull them up like this. Just 100%. Yes. Like, you can't, wear, you can't wear glasses. No, I have to constantly walk towards the wind. So I'm yeah. just aware. <laughs> so we find out while Jenna is trying, speaking of getting to know Jenna specifically, we find out that while she was trying to make that blonde girl feel very comfortable, that her name was actually Judith at birth. 
and her brother called her Jenna Jenna Genitalia. So when she had the chance to adopt a nickname, Jenna, it became. Jenna, thank God it wasn't genitalia. <laughs> yeah. What if she went by genitalia? I mean, it's hilarious. I never thought but of just it. Spelled now, every, it. Time I, every time I see a Jenna, I'm going to genitalia. <laughs> and just like spell it differently. Like instead of using I's, use Y's. Like genitalia. <laughs> well, so um, um, that girl they're talking to, Mary, how 90s is she? She looks like right off the set of Blossom. 100%. You know what? I mean, I it's... How much do you want to bet Ginny Talia is the name of a drag queen? 100%. If you look it up, it's... If, if you there's even not just a drag Google queen it. named Ginny, Ginny Talia, feel free to take that. Um, but anyhow, Sai <laughs> um, asked Jenna about her breakup, and there was really... I thought, you know, that Sai was generally, like, concerned, and I thought this was really touched, or she was really touched about it. And um, But Jenna just didn't want to talk about it. Yeah, she um, she's very personal with her... Uh, love life and who can blame her she got outed as soon as she came out yeah. by times post or, or new york post i think so so i you would want to keep myself secret too and i'm that type of person too i i my sex life is very much private except for on this podcast <laughs> uh, I need to be, when i'm depressed i need to read and exercise like she does and eat ice cream why not okay you're not um, going to believe this you're not going to believe this what <laughs> There is an Australian singer-songwriter, Australian-born, United States-based comedy singer-songwriter. She, her name is Jenny Talia. There you have it. Hold on. Can you see that, people? No. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Oh, hold on. Oh, quit moving it. That's too far away. Oh, there you go. I see it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. That is amazing. Oh, that's... So at least there's a singer songwriter. Australian singer songwriter Jenny Talia. Wow, yeah. living for that. Um, Jenna talks about Sai leaving Aaron's party early. She's ready for Aaron to be upset about it. And Sai's like, "Listen, how many times I gotta tell you all I need to eat." I'm me. <laughs> I move around constantly. I'm like a little. What's that Tasmanian devil? I gotta eat. <laughs> She's like the flash. Like she has to use up all of the nutrients around her so she Seriously, can move that fast. <laughs> don't tell me that there's gonna be food there when there's only pigs in a blanket. Yeah, and she's pescatarian, so she can't even eat that. I know, and I, I oh, you know, I love me a pig in a blanket. <laughs> all right, well, over at Aaron's, she and Abe are so tired. The party was great. Everyone's been calling and talking about how great the party was and how yeah. great the food was. Well, Aaron, well. Is, Aaron is offended. <laughs> by Aaron. Aaron gets very offended all the time. You know what? Aaron does the job. She does the job. Aaron does. She will over. She will get pissed off about a lot of things. You know. <laughs> Yeah. How um, dare they be talking during the vows? And how dare Sai leave early? Which I don't know that she really left early. I mean, she did leave when she did tell them to not leave when she's True. getting dressed. So, True. That but is, she stayed through the that whole That is poo on her. 
but that's not anything to get pissed off about. But I would be pissed off that you guys talked during my vows. I wouldn't care if you talked through three hours of my family and people you don't know doing a speech. But when I'm talking, eyes on me, focus, focus. Fair. Fair. <laughs> talk to the speeches. Don't talk through my vows. I get it. Yeah. So Abe tells Aaron about Bren's flirting. Like they didn't do vows, uh, so he could get out of the marriage. And when he wants a divorce, that she'll be ready, even though she's like run out of like every marriage engagement she's been in. <laughs> so it's all a joke. <laughs> yes, there's no question that this is a joke. There and... is no friend that would do that during somebody's like wedding vow night of their what twenty twenty fifth fifteenth. I can't remember ten, what anniversary tenth, tenth ten. anniversary it was. Um, and it. <laughs> Well, we do nice. have to remember also, Aaron has not seen the footage. Yeah, that's so true. To her, she doesn't really know she how just heard it was. Yeah, but she should you know. know they, her and Brenna have been friends for so long. Well, when the scene was filmed, I felt like Abe was in on the joke. I mean, Bren does come on strong, but as, as Jenna Lyons said, Bren flirts when ordering a steak. Like, yeah. she just can't help it. So, and, and then we get from Abe right now saying, yes, I laughed, but I thought it was weird. Um, and that gave her enough uh, fire to keep going with how angry she was about it. Yeah. And she also starts saying that, what if her kids heard that and stuff? But I, I literally know. wrote down, I think they're really overreacting, but Aaron's at least doing her job. Yeah. So a child starts crying and Abe's like, nah, ignore him. I'll be fine. And she's like, normally that's fine when the cameras aren't here, but we have to say that now. I have to go check on these kids. But then when she gets the kids, now again, Abe is trying to explain that it was a joke, but Aaron's not having it. So maybe if Abe could have been a little bit consistent about his messaging, this would have calmed some stuff down. Yeah. Um, Yeah, because I felt like they were good friends before any of this. Yeah, I so I feel think, like I'm like, why Aaron, friends now though? <laughs> I was like, Aaron, don't you know who she is? Like, she flirts with everything. She'll yeah. flirt with the wind. Yeah. Well, Abe needs to spend his or spend his PR like Jessel has to spend her PR with her mother. Oh uh, yeah. Okay, so I gave Jessel such a hard time, but this is the first episode of that I like Jessel. Oh, good. Towards the end, during the wreath and stuff, and during the scene, I like her a lot more. I do find her funnier than I did before. I just uh, want her to lose her um, image issue. I need uh, yeah. her to be okay to make a fool of herself. Yeah, I'm missing warmth from her in any way, shape, or form. She doesn't show warmth to anyone. Yeah, It doesn't even look like she shows warmth to her own children. But well, when, I, I, it, like every time the episode gets goes through, she's getting lighter and lighter. I agree. Like even I her agree. insults are being lighter and lighter. I agree. Um, you know, so. again, people have kind of um, equated her to a Ramona. And I've always said no, because Ramona is kind of funny. So mm-hmm. Jessel's getting there. Jessel's getting, she's getting there. Well, they're at Kaima, the Hudson Yards. Jessel is a caffeine addict. She orders an espresso martini. You know, she. I, ordered, know, I don't notice. I never notice her coffee habits. I don't know why it has. <laughs> it's so obvious to me, but I'm just like, you know, last episode I was talking about she had like an americano with an extra shot, and I was like, 
girl, how do you do it? Yeah, that's a lot. Um, but Jessel said that she's nervous to drink alcohol because they have to get up so early with the baby nowadays, babies nowadays. But I'm like, you have a nanny, you have a mother who's living there. Like, what? What? Who's basically like a teenager. She wakes up at like 8 a.m. and like gets out there at like 8.30 and then makes food and then has to clean up a mess. <laughs> I mean, she, throughout this episode, talk about how insane it is. And I'm like, you have a nanny and a mother that's helping you. How is it that insane? Yeah, it reminds me of, um, again, I keep comparing her to, uh, what's her name from uh, the Real Housewives Sutton. of uh, New Jersey? Oh, it's a Jennifer Aiden. Jennifer Aiden, yeah, yeah, because Jennifer Aiden, that's all she complained about. She's like, I just don't have any time to myself. I have nothing to do myself. Yet she's filming all these dinner scenes by herself yeah. without the kids and, and stuff. And she's like, it's hard to take care of kids. And I'm like, half of them are grown, take care of themselves. And you have a, a nanny, like two of them, I think. Anyways, yeah. not not going off on a tangent. Um, Jessel can't wait to start buying girl clothes. And Bob is like, listen, no, it's, it's not happening. But Jessel's not taking it. She's like, three is my number. I'm getting a girl. And even later on in the episode, during um, I think during the scene where she's talking about IVF with her mom, I think even she says something like, I wrote a note about it. She says, well, since we're talking about having a, since I'm talking about having a third, like mm -hmm. she knows that, I mean, she's doing this without, with or without his consent. Well, they've spent like 50 50 grand, she said, on freezing those eggs. I'm like, use those eggs before they go, I don't know, can they get frostbite? <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> before those eggs get freezer burn, yeah. you use them. Yeah, because you know what happens if they get freezer burn, girl? <laughs> Listen, we did not put them in the freezer Ziploc, so therefore they're not protected. Yeah, they, they'll turn out to, like, Tom Sandoval. <laughs> we need to not put our inseminated eggs in just an egg carton in the freezer, y'all. We need to take better care of them. Yeah, that's what you've been putting them in. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> well, Pavit reminds Jessel that you might need to tell your parents about the IVF situation before we even talk about having another child. And just like, sure. Especially with her, with her mom living there, you know? She's yeah. going to see it. <laughs> So again, Jessel's going to spin her PR narrative and tell her mother in due time. Yes. Godspeed. Um, um, I think it's a due time for us to take a break. Boy, have we been talkative. Uh, yeah, I don't have a timer here. How long have we been talking? <laughs> I don't even know, but I know that <laughs> we've been talking forever and okay. uh, we're only 19 minutes into the episode. Okay. <laughs> So we're going to take a quick break and come right back. Bye. And we're back. And my hair is flipped to the other side now. Look at you flipping things around. My hair is so thick. I bet you Gideon wishes he could flip things around with Bren. I, I don't know why she's not with this guy. He's I, cute. He's charming. He's 100% a gentleman. Because um, I know somebody that's very similar to him, and that's you. Because you are very, very gentleman. You've ne I've never had somebody 
walk in front of me going down the stairs in case I trip and I fall or walk up behind me when I'm going upstairs in case I fall. And just last week we went out to lunch and I held your hand because we were in the good part of Utah, <laughs> the gay part of Utah. And you opened the door for me and closed it for me. Well, of course. And it's those because... little things. Yeah. You're you're a southern gentleman. You're just I like am. Gideon. And so I like and I like being yeah, even though he's a British or something gentleman. <laughs> well, either way, he's got some money. Yeah, and super, super sweet. Um he they were together for five years, mm-hmm. but he proposed by a beautiful version of if I could walk. 500 miles <laughs> okay yeah. okay but he pro- also did this proposal while they were broken up after months of being broken up she said so she had to break up with her new boyfriend <laughs> to accept the engagement that it seems like she didn't even want in the first place oh my gosh but she lives know, like she lives what is that sex in the city show she lives yeah. like sex in the city yeah yeah <laughs> like i've never does. watched the show but i figure that's I know. what it's like i've been trying to get you to watch it you should watch it but yeah you know um a a wise sage named madonna once said you have to love yourself before you can truly love someone else and i think that's what bren struggles with yeah you either heard it from madonna or rupaul no, Bryn said how or Lou Paul said how in the hell are you gonna love yourself or love somebody unless you love yourself, but Madonna said it years ago. Oh, okay. Well, I know. Well, she's two hundred and sixty now or something, something like that. Something you like cut that. out my insult last time about Madonna and yeah. I can't now. That's <laughs> because no, you called her a dinosaur. Uh, well, she was alive during the dinosaur era. <laughs> well, Bryn is really into cars. That's hot. I love Bryn. Gosh, I'm. I've got. I've got a little man crush on her. Oh, I love it. I like because I've just because she reminds me so much of our good friend Jordan from Georgia. Yeah, I like, and I love Jordan so much, and I really miss Jordan's a girl just like that. Flirty. Jordan's not flirty, but she's no. not, she's smiley and cute, and she's always happy no matter what. She's yeah. just happy, and she puts you in a good mood, and that's what um, Bryn does. I love it. Yeah, Gideon still has the engagement ring. Bren's like, why don't you just sell that and buy this car? He's like, no, I still have it. She's like, what? <laughs> I, la- I laughed completely out loud when Bren's like talking about how she wants to maybe or maybe not freeze her eggs, but the cost of eggs has gotten too high. <laughs> I know, I love her. <laughs> And she's one of the richest housewives on the show. Okay, have we been to Bryn's house? I don't know, have we? I don't think we've been to Bryn's house. Every time we see Bryn, she's always walking into somebody else's house. Oh, I mean, on the some show, studio. I thought you meant literally. I was like, oh, I, no, no, on the show. We never, I don't remember. No, we just have never You're, seen her house. Well, we've never gone to her home. You're right. On the show. Mm. And so I want to know what her house is like. Yeah. Well, you know but what? you know what? I want I bet you the reason why we haven't seen her house is cuz she never she never wants to be there. She mm-hmm. always wants to be out. She wants to be with somebody mm-hmm. else, she wants to be doing something. Could be. Um but we what, what you we have seen is in this scene in particular where she's sitting in the car, you can really see Bren's really beautiful complexion and her freckles. Like I you never see it. She's always lit. So she literally, she does look like she's 25. 
Yeah, but again, I really love it when I get to see all, all of her different ethnicities come out. I think mm -hmm. that's what is most beautiful about people. You know? Yeah, me too. I, I love her hair. I love her hair when it's less done because you could start seeing the quality of her hair, and I love that. Yeah. So when Jessel has lunch or dinner, or I guess it's an early like brunch time with her mom, first of all, they don't show the restaurant name. Like I even rewound it. Isn't that weird? They always it show the restaurant name. Yeah. Huh. So um, Jessel's mom starts off kind of calling out Jessel for the way that she talks to her dad. <laughs> Jessel, she, uh, she calls him... She calls yeah, him the same thing. <laughs> yeah, but this is yet another occasion of someone kind of calling Jessel a bitch. I know. Her own husband and, and, also, and her mother have now called she, her a bitch. She has called herself a princess, and she's also called herself a chihuahua. Yeah. Um, but, and she's not a shithead, at least. No, <laughs> no her dad is. <laughs> right. So um, we hear about the two failed attempts at IVF. We hear about the $50,000. Um, but we this is really where we're getting to know Jessel's mom as much. Like she is such a caregiver. She loves her family. She lo family is just like the most important thing in the world to us. She's a, she's an empath. And that's how that's why Jessel didn't really want to tell her is because she internalizes it and she won't eat and she feels the same pains that her child feels. And you could see in her eyes while she's hearing this, how bad she feels about herself that she couldn't be there or give her enough um, self-esteem to be able to tell her what was going on. At the yeah, time. yeah. And she, uh, so it, you could see her mom's heart was just breaking. But you can also see that she loves Jessel enough that the moment that Jessel says like, if people knew about this, how horrible would that have been in our community? So I just really she wanted rumors. to it to myself. And her mom was like, you're right. You're right. I understand it. I get it. I, I, and I, that's love as well. She could have made it all about herself, but she was like, that was your IVF journey. I understand. I just wish I could have been there to help you. Yeah. And now if you're planning on doing the third, I'm going to be there and I want to be there through it 100%. Yes. Yes. So and this, this was a good it. conversation. Yes. She's like, I will make you a wreath if you're in bed and pregnant and homebound. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if, you're, if you're carrying quadruplets, I'll, I'll help you. <laughs> At the wreath making place, again, I didn't catch a name. I looked, but I didn't rewind. I didn't rewind this time. I was like, maybe. I was having issues with my rewinding and fast forwarding issue on, the, on it today. I don't know why, but it took me forever to get, if I had to rewind it and catch something, it took me forever. So I just stopped. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did catch the reef making instructor's name, Elise. Mm. Um, I love Bren's green Grinch coat for a Christmas situation. I know. <laughs> I don't, I'm sure it was meant to be just holiday, not Grinch, but I mean, it's like Grinch green, you know? I loved yeah. It though. I loved it. I loved it. And I'll, I'll write for Jessel showing up in her dress and coat. She was like giving. Jessel was very animated and happy. You, I, you could probably, this probably happened after she talked to her mom. I, I just love that. Bryn, who, you know, is sad because there's no one to share the holidays with, still is like, but I love the holidays, so I'm gonna enjoy what I can of it. 
you could see that she compartmentalizes her feelings really easily. Um, she's able to put all the bad stuff back and focus on the good because if she surrounds herself with good, how is anything going to be bad? And that's what I love about her. <laughs> well, Bryn, though, thinks that Jessel is lighthearted and funny. Like, um, we're not seeing that on camera. No, but I did see it on this one. I did see it on this episode. And Bryn uh, did tell me... Um, through PM messages on Instagram that uh, Jessel is, is one of the most hilarious ones of the group. Well, they need to show that more on camera. You know, that's, that's like Lisa Barlow. You know, whenever we hang out, we hang out. Whenever we're around Lisa Barlow, she makes us laugh the whole entire time. And she's always so up. They don't show that on camera. She, they so show weird. her stressed out and she doesn't yeah. do well with stress. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, Jenna Lyons is stressed by trying to, it looks like, move in <laughs> to this remaking place. I was like, how did she get there with all these boxes? She barely get in the door. <laughs> she, had to, she had to order a Sprinter van. <laughs> <laughs> but where's all the, like, the guys, like, the car people helping her bring it in? So that's yeah, why I right? feel like she walked. She took, or took a, a taxi. subway. <laughs> oh, yeah. She <laughs> but it's or all... she's just right down the street. <laughs> she lives next door. That's what it was. Yeah. Um, but she brought everyone, like, this is the last time she's going to see them for the holidays. So she brought everyone, like, gifts from female-owned businesses. Like, Jenna's favorite things, like Oprah's favorite things. Yeah. And Jenna's things that she makes. Like, And I don't think it's because she wants everyone to advertise it for her. It's because she wants to share her things with her friends. And I get a lot of free things from different people that I don't need. And so sometimes I give away stuff to my friends because it's stuff that I got for free. Why, why keep it if I'm not going to use it? Well, I think it's kind of a combo platter. I think she gives it out of the goodness of her heart. Mm -hmm. I think she is hopeful that maybe they will post it on their socials to give some notice to it, but doesn't expect it. No. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought it was really, I want gifts. I want gifts in bulk. I don't know what Bryn is talking about. I want gifts in bulk. I don't care that <laughs> I have all. to open them one at a time. It's Christmas right? and it's a birthday. <laughs> well, they made sure that there was food there, but it was not appropriate breakfast food. Sai si sees the food spread and <laughs> Right away, she just complained about everything. That sets her off. And Listen, then she's complaining she about everything about, else from then on. She talks about those brown avocados for the rest of the episode. <laughs> I mean, she might as well. I mean, that's that with, through all of the rest of the conversations throughout the rest of the scene, Sai uh, is sitting there thinking about those damn brown avocados. And you know, it's it's been a common theme with at least one of the women that the food isn't a good spread. Yeah, or it's a weird spread. It's been in every episode. At this point, and so this is would, this is. At this point, you can be guaranteed that I would have a whole plate of seafood and fish that was cooked by meat. someone that I probably couldn't afford, just so <laughs> they wouldn't call me out on television. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, right. I mean, just just. Make good old fashioned like burgers, hot dogs, and then make like a fish salmon, fish sticks, <laughs> fish sticks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, something like I don't know, just make a spread. Like this whole season should be called like charcuterie, like carnage. Oh, oh. 
<laughs> yeah. No, that would be Salt Lake City because you know they love a char- charcuterie board. And they love a um, charcuterie board. Jenna's brother is coming to town and size like, is that the brother that called you Jenna, Jenna, Genitalia? But let me tell you what, I would rather be called Jenna, Jenna, Genitalia over Judith Agar Lyons. Like, what is that? Game of Thrones. Whoever said Game of Thrones, they were completely right. That's like, I think it was Jessel. I was that sounds like a Game of Thrones type of name. Like who who hates the, having I, children so much that they name them Judith Adgar Lyons or Edgar or something like that. But you but, know what? Back in the day, Judith was a beautiful name. I still think Judith bro. is a pretty good name, but it's an older name. I feel. No, I don't. I don't um, mind but Judith I think it's all. still a beautiful I, name. I kind of like Judith, but with Agar, Agar, what is Agar? No, I would name. I, I wonder if it's. I hope that I want to see what Jenna Lyons. Sorry, no, <laughs> I keep okay. talking over each other. Uh, I want to see what Jenna Lyons' parents were like. Well, um, like I know can... her mom had Aspergers yeah. and was distant, but I want to see what her dad was like. Yeah, I hey. bet you of course, Brad. Well, I like <laughs> the monogram JFL Jenna freaking Lyons. I yeah, uh, good, and that was from Jessel. That was from Jessel. Yeah. Good. I, that's a good call. The moment that Aaron yeah, walks it. in, everyone knows that she is Pieced. <laughs> like instantly. She is so mad. She's been worked up on the way. But I don't like, again, I think she's doing her job, but I don't like that she called out that she was doing her job. She's like, I'm going to go ruin her party just like she ruined mine. So. Housewives 101, Aaron, you don't tell them what you're doing. You just do it. <laughs> you just do it. <laughs> and um, act like you're not doing it. What's her name from uh, that just got returned back after being kicked off? She's like the queen. She's the one that started the whole franchise in Tamara, starting Tamara, rumors. Tamara. Tamara. She is so good at stirring the pot. She will, and like the way she has this look, and it's kind of like a dead face poker look after she said some stuff to start some ruins and it makes her like non-complacent but smirking at the same time it's so weird like it's kind of like you can see how much she enjoys it it's like zero expression but all expression at the same time it's so weird it's so weird but Tamara, man she knows she knows what's the game she knows what to do yeah she does (laughs) Well, I learned in this episode something that I didn't know before, that boob jobs cost approximately $70,000. Or at least a good Are one. Are you sure? Someone said that. Um, I don't remember. Who, I think it was Bryn who was talking about a boob job and said something like, best $70,000 I spent. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they build their wreaths. It reminded me of our ornament party that we had a few years ago where all of our friends built Christmas ornaments. I loved it. Um, I also love it when Cy does a British accent. Whenever she's with Jessel, <laughs> she does a British accent, and I love it. I, I haven't noticed that. I didn't notice it. So remember when Jessel was talking a few episodes about something and Cy went, maybe it's the British accent. And then oh she, yes, yes. <laughs> and then today, or this episode, she did something with a British accent as well. I love it. Keep doing it. 
I love um, that. I do not want to go on vacation with Aaron, if, even though the Dominican Republic is totally a place I would love to go, but I ain't going on a vacation with lots of kids there. I am not, I'm all, if you go on a family vacation, you like go to Disney World. I'm not taking any kids to the Dominican Republic with me. I know that there's certain parts of the Dominican Republic that's really, really safe. And like when I was on the gay cruise in my 20s, one of the stops was um, Dominican Republic. Oh, was it gorgeous? I yeah, I wasn't talking safety. I was talking like, I want to enjoy it as an adult. Oh, I thought you were saying that you didn't want to go there because it was unsafe. Well, I because oh, no, no, I'm no. telling you my story. So I did, the the side that the the private beaches were on, gorgeous, like straight out of like a picture, like out of a beautiful picture. But then when they took us on the bus ride to go through the town to go to this huge ornament shop, there was literally bars on our bus, and they said it's for our protection, and they said don't ever leave the crowd. And they made it, and they had like people standing at the door that were like watching us throughout the entire that. shopping experience. And we went into this, like, uh, there we signed up for this cigar making factory tour. And I was like, cool, I'm going to see how cigars are made. It's literally like a, a, a blown out room that's made of all concrete with open windows that don't have like glass on them. And there's like four women in there just rolling tobacco. Ugh. And I was like, this isn't like what a I four thought woman, it was. Like a four woman sweatshop. Yeah, so that's still my only experience with Dominican Republic. No, I know that. that's not what the whole place is like, but no, that was I've my experience. That the... So when you're like, I don't want to go there, I'm like, I don't either. <laughs> no, I've known people who have gone there for like mission type things, not necessarily religious, but just like as support. Yeah, build schools, hospitals, yeah, bar um, well. Yeah. And they said like the touristy areas are incredible, but as otherwise, the it's very, you know, under... Um, financed and a lot of poverty and a lot of danger as far as crime and things being like a that. tourist there no. yeah so um Sai was hungry that's why she left aaron's party early actually she was hangry and she, go, she said she goes from aaron. zero to 100 she yeah, said she goes from she zero does. to 100 so she just gets she she can't handle it <laughs> but you know oh. what Sai, you know what you need to do? You either need to keep like a sandwich or something in your purse Tuna. or eat a big meal before you go to any of these events. Well, you know, in her defense, I even though she does talk about it way too much, in her defense, she did ask beforehand, is there going to be food there? And I'm assuming she is, I guess she assumed that Aaron knew she didn't eat red meat. Yeah. Anyhow, well, Aaron, at some point, Aaron says, thank you for that, sarcastically, to Sai. And then Bren's like, oh, she's getting an apology? And Aaron's like, yeah, well, I, don't you worry. You're never getting an apology. And then Aaron recounts everything that Abe said to her. And everyone is like, even Jessel is like, y'all, this was a joke. This was a everybody joke. Was, everybody at the table was like, don't, haven't we spent enough time with her just these last couple of days? She and hits I, on everything. And who didn't get the Friends reference? I mean, if you've ever, if you know Friends at all, then you got that reference. 100%. But what Bren and Jessla are wrong about is she did say divorce quite a She's few like, times. I did. And she didn't only say divorce. She always said separate. She also said separation, which yeah. is also another word for divorce. So Jessel might support you, but the flashbacks don't, sister. Okay. No. Um, when Bren says that Aaron's party was boring, that was the end. 
that was the end. Aaron's like, see y'all. Nope. I had a wonderful night. Everyone, everyone else texted me telling them how wonderful the night was. I'm done. Um, and uh, I do like that, Bryn. She knows how to handle Aaron. She says, I'm not going to let her attack me in front of all y'all because this is a private discussion and I'm going to have a private discussion with her, hear her out, make her feel heard, say something funny, and we'll be fine. <laughs> well, so that's what like, I guarantee you. I guarantee you that's what she's going to do. That's what she did to her in the beginning of the season. Yeah. Well, I like that Saya's like, I don't know why she's so upset. Was it the brown avocado? I know that that can make people <laughs> I was like, no, sorry. Let the brown avocado go. Uh, I mean, she then this was even during a confessional. So she was thinking weeks after this, when she filmed her confessional, she's still thinking about that brown avocado. That's uh that's me if, if somebody's serving soup as a meal. I will <laughs> flip out. I will lose it. You're like soup is not a meal, it's part of a meal. Oh my gosh. So Aaron calls Abe. She's like, oh my God, I totally went off on Bran. And now suddenly Abe is not on the she was joking side. And I think even calls her a bitch. Yeah. <sighs> well, Aaron left before she but left. but he's but he's only seen one side of the story. He just he just know he thought that she went in there and was like saying it hurt my feelings, blah, 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 blah. And Bryn was just like being a complete ass, which she was. But she, but um, not uh, Aaron also was like being really mean to her first. And she, and then Brian's just like, I can't believe I'm getting this right now from you. And you know me, I'm not like this. And it's an insult. Right. But she's gonna, she's gonna let her be heard and she's gonna give her her time because that's what she does. But um, she does. You know, that's what the husbands do. They, you know, they have to agree with their wives. Well, <laughs> they should. They should. Ralph from Atlanta. Anyhow. <laughs> Aaron left before she got her gifts, I guess. Jenna gives out the gifts, and Jessel just loves the gifts. She's on the thank you tour. You could you could see you could see that she all the stresses of her life were affecting her mood. <laughs> oh Jenna, you're so generous. Oh Jenna, this is wonderful. I mean, like, oh my God, Jenna, Lord. I love this. This is great. I'm gonna use it, wear it on the next time I'm on a podcast. <laughs> this is my favorite travel bag. <laughs> well, size like I love it when you give us sponsored gifts, and like Jenna's like, wait, 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 wait. I don't give you sponsored gifts, and size so like, girl. Her name is on everything she gives us. Brought to you by Jenna Lyons. <laughs> but you know what? I would think, again, if I was a person in business who was with these other influential women, I would do the same thing. And I would and assume that most people like Jenna Lyons do the same thing. And that's also... Um, uh... I thank God it's towards the end of the episode. Um, at the I, end. I feel like, because it sets its size um, business to constantly represent brands. That's the first thing she sees when she sees a brand. You know what, anybody's that's true. Brand. That's true. That's so of true. course she's going to say that. And also I feel like she's just kind of given, she's given her a hard time. Sai uh, yeah. is very loving and caring, but she's also got a rough side, which can be giving you a hard time. True. But she, that's because she likes you. Yeah, for sure. Well, um, on the way out, they FaceTime Uba. I miss oh, Uba. <laughs> but thank Uba's God. only like, is there food there today? Where's the food? <laughs> but the food apparently doesn't even look good on the phone. 
<laughs> but you know what? Uba doesn't drink. So the food is really all she's going to care about, too. Yeah. So she's glad she didn't go. But do any of these women other than Cyan Uba eat at all? Like, do they just not eat? <laughs> well, I don't. I've never seen housewives eat this much except for on some of the housewives of Salt Lake City. Well, I mean, they're always going out to dinner normally, but here we're throwing a lot of parties, I think, is the difference. Oh, and, yeah. We're not eating meals. We're eating party food. Yeah. Where there, I mean, there's been a lot of parties and little things like that, but there's been not a lot of like events or going out to restaurants, things like that. But Erin yeah. should have had more food at her house. Anyhow, it ends to get the <laughs> mid-season trailer. I'm thrilled that it's mid-season because I'm <laughs> Salt Lake City comes back next week. So that means that we're covering two cities every week. And holy hell, that's a lot of work. <laughs> so I'm excited yeah. that it's a mid-season trailer only because that means less weeks that we're going to have to cover two cities at a time. But I cannot wait. So what, what episode is this? This is episode seven. Seven. So we'll have seven more episodes? I guess so. And unless mid-season doesn't mean literal mid-season. Mid-season. I'm not really sure. <sighs> what a nightmare. I'm it's gonna be awesome because we're covering two awesome shows. So next week, um, since Salt Lake City premieres on Tuesday, we will wait and launch our episode after the Salt Lake City episode. So we will probably no guarantees but we will probably start publishing our episodes more like Thursday um, or maybe on a good week Wednesday, whereas we've typically been trying to get them out on Tuesdays. Yeah, and also luckily uh, the next couple of events that we go to this next month, um, we're going to together so we don't have to Zoom or you know, do it separately and stuff. Um, yeah, so uh, this they will be still a have fun some more episodes. <laughs> Yeah. Well, in the meantime, check us out on our social media on Facebook and Instagram. We are the Real House Bears on Twitter X. We are Real House Bears, and you can email us at therealhousebears at gmail.com. You could also, <clears throat> sorry, you could also buy merch from us. Realhousebears.redbubble.com. Yes. And, um, you could also watch us on YouTube and Spotify. You could find all those links in our bio. And if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, uh, can you please give us a five-star rating and a cute little review? And we will talk about you live on air and make you hashtag. Just say it. We won't do it together. <laughs> no, I was letting you do it. <laughs> oh, hashtag House Bears Famous. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, and you can listen to us any on any podcast channel, and um, yeah, keep uh, keep sending us messages and telling us how you like us and how you like the ladies and how you like the show and what you like about the show, and we'll yes. keep making it entertaining. We love your comments and your messages. Have a great week. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. <laughs>